1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on an action-packed evening of Premiership action. Rangers have to come from two down to rescue a draw at home to Aberdeen with Scott Brown scoring for the Dons. Celtic are up to second, now only two points behind after beating Hibs at Easter Road. Three of the top flight games ended in draws with Ross County smashing five past Dundee at Dens. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, it was quite an amazing night of football last night And all kicked off with some emotional tributes To the legend Walter Smith at Ibrox The fans put up some displays Every team around the country observed a minute silence And quite rightly so And they served up some good football after that So plenty of talking points Rangers obviously slipping up again at home Celtic continuing their good form away from home And what about James McPake and Dundee? Result of the night has to go up there Ross County, amazing stuff He's gone in early I've not even asked you For your result of the night yet He's shown his hand um, But clearly gone There was a lot to get through Last night Six big games And it did not disappoint Great card of football A lot of talking points A lot of excitement A lot of good goals Gordon A lot of terrific results As Mark rightly said there Ross County down the bottom First one of the season But the phones will be jammed tonight With a talking point The penalty kick I cannot believe How that penalty was given Bobby Madden Hang your head in shame on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter Um, you are Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray I can't believe I'm saying this I'll go Keevans but on a Monday night after the weekend they always pick their result of the weekend and their goal of the weekend well we had a full fixture card last night so we might as well do it what was your result of the night I think I know uh, the obvious answer so who's going to steal it on you go. I stole your thunder there On you go You did you steal my thunder first. Because for the last 11 10 games I've been saying Ross County have got a result <laughs> And I finally got one right And I finally yeah. got one right In great fashion I've got to say So Going to Dundee I know Dundee are down there Fighting for their lives as well Away from home Not got a result Not got a One win on the, the, the board And to Batter Dundee 5-0 well done Ross County You can't really argue with that Mark But mm. if you had to pick another one What would it be then? Yeah there was a few But I think Aberdeen's performance at Ibrox I think that deserves a, a, a mention as well You look at Stephen Glass The pressure he was under A couple of weeks ago He got a, a result at home It may have not been You know flash football he was playing But he got three points against Hibs And then to follow up with this fixture I think everyone was thinking With the emotions that was surrounding Ibrox on that night um, And everything that was grown That Aberdeen maybe wouldn't have played their part But to go two up And then uh, You know they, they get a point I think it was a great result for Stephen Glass Okay uh, Your goal of the night then This is a an interesting competition There were quite a few Right I'm going back up the um, Whatever it is What is it to Dundee? I don't know I'm going back up that road I'm going for Young Harry Clark uh, Young lad playing his, his football at Ross County Right back 19 years of age Gordon The first goal to set it uh, the, the wheels in motion I thought was Absolutely outstanding That's somebody cutting From the right Outside cuts, of cuts the Cuts in the okay. right And hits it yeah. with outside That was good But I wasn't better Than the other one the Joseph Hungwell oh. At the close goal Of the season I mean what is he He's maybe 30 yards out On the angle To curl that Over the wall And off the bar 
exceptional it's stuff. It's one of them, you're th- why is he hitting this? Mm, and then he amazing. rattles in off the bar. Uh, right, okay. Your howler of the evening. Now remember, you're new to this. This is usually Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray territory. It can be you know, a striker who misses a sitter, a goalie who lets one through his legs, a refereeing mistake, something from left field. What is your howler of the evening? Well, I'm going to go for a referee, and Daz mentioned him, Bobby Madden, to rule that penalty out and make Eamon Brophy take it again was incredible. Liam Kelly, he ruled him to be off his line. Now, he must have some eyesight to think he was off his line because I've seen still pictures, he was not off his line. And uh, that's a big call for a referee to make You have to be sure You have to see clear distance To even come up with that decision And there wasn't a clear distance Between Liam Kelly and the line An extraordinary decision And it's maybe cost uh, It's cost him the points in the end. Your howler of the evening I'm going for a full team I'm going for Dundee yeah. Their staff, their manager Their subs Everyone can see the club The stadium announcer The mascot Everybody got it wrong last night <laughs> Ross County absolutely battered them So Dundee, hang your head in shame Right, 01419511025 Every single team in the top flight played last night So you must have something on your mind Whether you're happy or annoyed, frustrated, angry, sad Whatever it may be You must be feeling something Because uh, there was so much to get through So pick up the phone and talk to us 01419511025 Lots of good football, lots of bad football uh, Lots of controversy So let's try um, and do it all Shall we um, It was always going to be a huge night At Ibrooks, The emotional side of it Following the sad passing of Walter Smith Earlier in the week You add to that The fact that Rangers Aberdeen Is always a, a, a Kind of standout fixture anyway And um, The game itself well, Was <coughs> certainly full of talking points Aberdeen 2-0 up As the guys have mentioned Scott Brown of all people scoring And uh, my goodness It looked like he enjoyed it uh, Rangers coming back A 2 all draw in the end Stephen Gerrard says There is work to be done after they once again had to come from behind to claim a result uh, The Ibrox boss says it's not good enough Conceded two really poor goals in the first 10 minutes And gave ourselves uh, uh, an even bigger challenge than we had before the game So um, we can't keep conceding goals first in games of football at this level Otherwise it's going to be a lot a lot more difficult for us We The first goal's a gift from our point of view you know, Aberdeen haven't really had to work that hard to score against us In terms of the first one and then obviously we concede from a set piece by losing a man and, and not winning your individual duel so the two goals are very disappointing and frustrating and that's the reason why we haven't got the result we want I think conceding two probably shocked us a bit and, and forced um, you know, a better performance out of us after 10 minutes but we, we conceded a goal against St Mirren at the weekend and um, as someone who wants to build a team on being hard to play against and not conceding many goals um, I need to look at us in terms of the collective because we're doing things um, not well enough at the moment and teams are getting too much joy against us What did you make of that last night? Um, I, I don't agree with the manager saying that Aberdeen didn't have to work hard for the first goal because I thought Aberdeen pressed Rangers very well and they did they closed them down very well and put Rangers under a bit of pressure I think everybody looks at Lindstrom because the ball comes into him I cannot believe Golson fed him that ball if you're in that position with the experience that he's got, um, you've got to just decide to play over the top. I think Kamara was in the middle of the park because I picked the ball up. I thought it was a real hard pass and it puts him under pressure. I didn't think there was a lot of quality in it. Rangers seem to have this habit just now that they seem to be giving goals away and then having to chase a game and come back. And I think the manager's a bit frustrated there. You can hear him. Um, I don't think that... I think Aberdeen deserved a point, Gordon. The big talking point will be... Later on with the penalty kick um, They go 2-0 up 
And the one thing that you do when you go 2-0 up against Rangers, especially Ibrox, is the next 10 minutes you defend for your life. Don't give them that lifeline to get back into the game. Morelis, the man that everybody was talking about, the Rangers manager came out uh, last week saying he needs to score more goals, scored against St Mirren, and he got them right back into the game last night. Then comes along the penalty kick. But apart from those four goals, and you've got to say four goals is an interesting game, an exciting game, I don't think there's a lot of quality. Mm. I don't think Rangers were at their best again, but they've got a point, and I think Aberdeen, given the run that they'd been on, they pick up a valuable three points last weekend. A point at Ibrox, I think they'd have been delighted with that. But I think they'll still look back and think, maybe a chance miss. And we're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu very soon as well. So Celtic fans, what did you make of that performance at Easter Road last night? 01419511025. Let's start with Derek, who's a Rangers fan in Rutherglen. What did you take away from it last night, Derek? Hi guys, uh, can I first off just send my heartfelt condolences to the Smith's family, please? Yeah, well said. No problem with that uh, at all. Um, but the penalty last night so I've seen quite a lot of stuff on social media um, in regards to referee cheating etc etc um, my, my, my gripe for a Rangers fan's point of view is why the, why the Aberdeen player wasn't sent off he made zero attempt to play the ball he was last man should have been sent off I think it was a penalty there was a clear tug in his jersey should have been sent off wasn't sent off and I think John Beaton um, should, should have really sent the man off well, well, just show you, we will, we'll see all sides of this. I mean, lots of people don't think it was a penalty at all. Derek thinks it was and should have been a sending off. What, what was your own take well, on it? I didn't think we'd see that side of it. It's certainly Derek not a sending off. It, to be honest, seeing it at first glance, I was astonished it was a penalty. Astonished. Now, I've seen stills that Bates had to hold his jersey and there is no getting away from that. In the box, you hold somebody's jersey, you run the risk. Now, my question would be, Sakala goes down in a forward motion. Um, so he's obviously In my opinion Looking for the penalty Maybe he felt that tug That doesn't mean It's not a penalty Bates knows the rules If you give it You're Like It was given You're given A hundred of them a season So My point is You very rarely see that At a corner Kick And you'll see it Numerous times mm. Players Touch tight And maybe hold the shirt a bit If you're given that Then like I say That opens up The whole the whole shooting match to give them all the time. It goes back to this great saying that I think a lot of people will look at that and think soft penalty. It's either a penalty or not gone. I'm a bit like Mark when I watched it in, 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 in real know, time. Real time, I thought never a penalty. But what gets me is it, and Mark will know better because he was a defender. I watched the reaction of Bates. Now what he does is he panics because he gets caught wrong side. Sakal, he should be around the other side as a defender. Mark will tell you that. He gets caught wrong side. He grabs his jersey. When the referee gives a penalty, David Bates walks away like a guilty man. And that's what sort of made my mind. But up. I see that. I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of that today. What is he going to do? Run up to the referee, John Beaton, and Matt, start. It doesn't, it doesn't prove anything. No, but no, it can, but, be, it can but, be an indication. But, but, he ends up getting booked or but, sent off further. If he did get booked, I don't know. Did he get booked for that? So if he argues his case. He's in further trouble. I, well, I think that, yeah, I'm not saying that you run up and put your finger on the referee, but you're angry with the decision, Mark. He looked like, I've made a mistake here for me. Um, now, you will look at that and there'll be a hundred people could phone this show tonight and so many will say, yeah, it was a penalty, so many will say it's not a penalty. It's like, we'll go back to the discussion in Motherwell. I don't think the Motherwell uh, brothy 
is a penalty kick and people will say well, we'll get to that let's let's do one at a time so yeah I, I can understand beating given it yes because I, the shirt was being pulled yes and I think Bates gets caught the wrong side and mm. panics a little bit is it really you know denying an, an obvious goal scoring opportunity though Derek I mean if we're if we're having this level of debate is, is it really that much of a gripe for you as a Rangers fan that he wasn't sent off are we not taking it to the other extreme well, I, th- I think the, the gripe is that the, the gripe that I've seen all day, um, and f- thanks for letting me come back in, is it was or wasn't a penalty. So that that that's one argument, okay? So let's say he does give the penalty. So now now we're dealing with the fact that it was a penalty. The fact that he's given the penalty, he must now send the man off for being last man in the zero attempt to play the ball. Well, only if he thinks he's denied a clear goal-scoring opportunity. Well, would it, well I mean, you could go on Sakala's past over the last couple of months and say that he might have missed it, but it's a, it's a, it's a mm. clear goal-scoring opportunity. He's, he's one and one with the goalkeeper. Uh, what about the, the the football side of it, if you like, the big picture, the outcome, the, the, you know, the result? What did you make of that? Uh, I, I thought they just started really slow, found ourselves 2-0 down before... We've even getting in the match, and then I think we're probably quite lucky to come back in and, and, and make it two each. Um, yeah, I, not really, not really much I can add to that. To be honest, I, I thought we were, were quite poor last night. Everyone keep well, not everyone, but the, the sort of common theme, Derek, is like you know, ah, uh, you know, it'll come and won the league last season, and, and the, the results there, and one day it'll kick into life, and all that type of stuff. Are you still confident, or are there any sort of bigger concerns starting to creep in? I'm an optimist. I was on here before. Um, I think it was a, it was a Friday night. I said, Q, Q, da, da, ding dong with you. Um, and I said the same thing. We're top of the league. We're still top of the league. I mean, obviously, come Saturday, we probably won't be. But I, I think we're, we're a good team. We've shown last, last season we're a good team. I think it will click. It will come into place. The fact that we've not played well this season and we still find ourselves top of the league, I think I can take something from that rather Rather than negatives Okay thank you to Derek 01419511025 I'm sure lots of people Will have their uh, Opinions On the Rangers penalty So now is the time To share them Keep them coming in Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu as well though uh, And try and sort of Set the scene uh, For both of those games In the first part He says he watched The best football Since taking charge At Celtic <laughs> In last night's win at Hibs Do you agree with that Celtic fans Was that the high point uh, if, night, if not, what was uh, He says there's plenty more to come Ralston, Carter Vickers, Furuhashi scored Now two points off Rangers at the top I thought first half was uh, outstanding I think it's probably the best football we've played all year And especially away from home against a good team I thought it was um, Yeah, I thought it was an outstanding effort by the lads Second half was a bit different We had to defend a bit more They obviously, yeah Had to throw everything at us And, and opened up and you know, put some bodies forward So we had to cope with that and, you know, Joe made one good save um, But Apart from that, I thought we handled that okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, coming here, you know, it's it's going to be a challenge for us. But um, some positive signs, you know, in both halves about sort of, you know, the team we want to be. You know, I keep telling the lads we need to focus on is just our performances and how we can improve, how can we get better. I mean, it's helping that, you know, we're a lot more settled and we've got some options um, both, uh, you know, within the 11 and, and, and being able to, to change the team. So, I mean, I think that's helped. But... Yeah, definitely. That's that's the key for us. You know, we just got to keep improving. You know, we know tonight was a good performance, but we know we can get better. Uh, Sean is a Celtic fan on the line. Sean, would you go along with that? Was that the best you've seen from Ange Postecoglou's Celtic team last night? Uh, it was up there, Gordon. It was up there. Uh, he actually just took what I was going to say about my mouth again. <laughs> um, uh, when I, I watched the game last night via Hibs TV, uh, and um, 
see, the first half, obviously, they got the three goals, but see, when Tommy, when Tommy Rogic went off, you could see the tempo change, obviously, and then the second half, as Anne says, it had to come, they had to throw everything, and they get their goal, but I thought, I seen a lot of people on social media saying, oh, by Joe had to make a couple of saves, but that's, that's what he's paid for, he's done well, and I just want to say, see, where Ryan Port is, I just think he gets, I don't think he's, he's doing anything malice, it's just, I know it's got to sound daft, it's like excitement. I think he just gets too excited when he gets into a tackle. And he is going to hurt somebody one day, but I don't think he has a dirty player. Like with that tackle on Callum McGregor, I don't think he has a dirty player. Okay, quite a few things then. Let's start with the football side of it. Ange Postacoglu says it's best since taking over. Sean pretty much agrees You making it a full house? Yeah, uh, I thought it was uh, some brilliant stuff to watch last night from a Celtic point of view. Um, it's just the way they moved the ball, the way Rogic played when he was he was on. Um, you know the goals that well, especially the third goal that they constructed, and they could have had a few more uh, a similar kind of moves. And people say, well, Hibs are going through a poor run of form just now, and you know they're they're well off it. But you know Celtic had to be bang at it. And when you look at the recent form and the recent fixtures, we were building this run up to be incredibly difficult for Ange Postecoglou and his side, and it, it is it was incredibly difficult, but they've passed it. In flying colours And they've saved the best To to this game At, at Easter Road They were terrific mm. In the first half And uh, You just wonder Ange Postecoglou Just says There's more to come I mean Well If they're playing like that And there's more to come Then it's something For the Celtic fans Certainly to it look sure, forward to it, it shows you where they've came from Mark Because Six weeks ago You're looking at them Thinking They could drop into The uh, the bottom seven They won this Saturday They're top of the league It's incredible Where they've came from Um You've got to go with the manager. He he's obviously picks the team. He 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 sets those those targets and the standards. So he believes that was the best. Fern Farros, the second half, I thought they were outstanding. Gordon, I watched the game last night as well. Uh, first half, they absolutely had the game finished. Uh, I know that Joe Hart one or two, and that's going to happen. But to go to Easter Road and really produce the goods the way they have done. Mm-hmm. They're in a good run now. They're playing with a lot of confidence and they're certainly, um, you know, putting a lot of pressure on Rangers now. I think especially as well, Mark, if you take that... And we're, at, we're at a significant point now. We've, we've played a, f- a full round of fixtures. That's 11 games gone. And particularly this month, I can, I've been saying this in recent weeks, but it's relevant with every passing game. When Celtic were at their lowest point, if you like, people were desperate to point out that they had to go to Pataudry, then to Fir Park... Then to Easter Road With a, a potentially tricky game Against St Johnston And a European match In the middle And they won every single one of them Yeah That's that's an incredibly tough run No e- even if you're flying high At the top of the league And you've got that run of games That's that's incredibly difficult To come out of all those games And win every one You, you might drop points here or there or, or lose a European game To spin things round on, on its head uh, So quickly uh it's an incredible job But I do think it's been assisted By players coming back Obviously Juranovic is back fit Jakimakis is now in So when things looked a bit stuffy At the weekend mm. He pops up with a goal Rogic is hitting You know uh, the, the performance levels is incredible Turnbull With his assists Incredible And Kyogo keeps scoring So It's all come together nicely Just at the the quarter point through the season A bit late for the travel already But Sean did mention uh, Ryan Portis Sean's a Celtic fan He acknowledges that Callum McGregor was left With a nasty cut mm. on, on his leg But Sean says He, he doesn't think it's, it's malicious He thinks he's A bit overexcited Or, or whatever the, You know the description What did you make of that incident? I thought it was a poor tackle uh, I really did um, I know Sean's tried to defend him But it Seems to happen all too often That 
when he comes in I don't mind force and I don't mind being aggressive but when you're going over the ball and you're you're starting to hit players where it could seriously damage them it's a problem and I think he needs to kick out his game because I do think he's a good player Yeah I, I agree uh, he said that he wasn't going to change his game especially after the criticism he came in uh, after the Ibrox incident with Aribo but the problem is gone for me, he has to change it because he's eventually got to really mm. hurt someone. Right, thank you Sean, 01419511025, Rangers dropping points, Celtic playing well and winning, there's this. There's a Ryan Portis incident, there's Aberdeen's penalty, there's Liam Kelly being off his line, there's Dundee getting hammered at home, I can barely keep up, so if you want to mention something that's not been said yet, pick up that phone 01419511025 and we'll do more of your calls next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025 to get in touch. Let's bring in Brian, who is an Aberdeen fan from Kings Park. Brian, you were supposed to be in crisis. All of a sudden, you've beaten Hibs. You've gone to Ibrooks and got a point. Are you feeling a whole lot better about things? Well, I'm feeling a lot better that our teams came back to my last two games against Hibs and uh, Rangers. Mm-hmm. But I went to try and get my point over about the standard. Of uh, By the way, I'd like to send my condolences to Waltersworth's family and grandchildren. And I, I think it's very sad he passed away. Yeah, thanks for that, Brian. So to get to my point, I honestly think the standard of refereeing in our company now is just getting a wee bit out of hand. I watched last night, well, I just watched the highlights. And I don't think, me personally, being an Aberdeen fan, was never, ever a penalty. And I think the first goal at Malala's goal was marginally offside from the cross. I don't know what the panel thinks. Uh, you've touched on the penalty, and I'm sure we'll get back to it. Um, let, let's do the other one, because that's not come up yet. Was he offside? Mm, well, I didn't look at him uh, being offside, gone. I thought he timed it perfectly well. You've got to say the assistant ref would have a good line that. I watched that a few times. So, no, I just thought it was bad defending by Aberdeen. I thought it was good uh, striking by Morelos, who was in the right position to put the ball in the back in it. Mark? No, I don't think he was offside. I'm, I'm kind of with us with us. I thought uh, really poor defending. The initial free kick, um, again, I thought Aberdeen unlucky. Marks. I thought Aberdeen unlucky to be penalised for that. Um, but in saying that, once you concede the free kick, you know James Tavernier's the best set-piece taker in the league. You know pretty much where he's going to put it. And you know Alfredo Morelos is a danger man. And it seemed like Aberdeen just totally mm. switched off. So a lot happened after the free kick was given. Poor defending. Um, Brian, what about this penalty then? So you, you've said you know you don't think it was a penalty. The obvious response, if you like, we've had a Rangers fan on already. I think even Gordon and Mark both felt that, that whether it was a... A penalty or not There certainly was a, a shirt pull By David Bates On Fashion Sakala Is that Something you would Agree with Well To be honest with you I've, I've only seen The highlights On uh, YouTube So I, I didn't watch I, I can't get the game Like you know And uh, i never seen The shirt being pulled But I, I honestly think You'd be down too easy I mean you see, I, I played at junior football And Some of the penalties Is being given out Nowadays Is absolutely terrible I can't remember the last time at Rangers, every game now in the last five weeks, nobody's got a result there. And you've even got the Hearts manager coming on, the Motherwell manager saying it's very, very hard now to get a result at Ibrox. And I don't know if, it's, if you think it's the standard of refereeing 
But that's my opinion. I think the refereeing is getting worse. Well, I mean, it's, it's hard to get a result there. Yeah. Anyway, because gives it a good sign. Um, the penalty. There's a obviously. I think we we should keep talking about it. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's very. It's a public interest. If you like, loads of people are interested in it. Um, you're kind of in danger of going around in circles already because people either sort of d- deny the existence of the shirt pool or they acknowledge the shirt pool. And and then I think you you, you mentioned it earlier that what's the the old statement about you know. A boiled egg sort of thing so, Yeah yeah, yeah. Whether, well, whether it's soft it's or not I'll give it a soft Do you like boiled eggs? No It's either soft or a hard pe- No it's not a hard pe- <laughs> Never mind <laughs> right, Don't confuse it um, It's never going to be a hard penalty you know, whether, whether it's a soft penalty or not No It's still a penalty Is that the way you see it Because of the short pool? Yeah I, I, I think that uh, What makes my mind up about it Gordon And I, I've not got a problem with Brian I've not got a problem with anybody else Coming on and Having their opinion Saying well I didn't think it was a Apparently, if I was an Aberdeen supporter, I'd probably be saying mm-hmm. the same. But I think Bates, when you look at it from a football, he gets caught the wrong side, and I think he panics, right? Because he knows Sakala's in, and and he, 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 you see him pulling the shot. When I see it first, I'm shouting, "That's never a penalty kick!" But I get the benefit of the replays. Look at it; you can see the pull, uh, the pulling the shot. Sakala goes down. Look, whether it goes down easy or not. Players do that in the modern day game. I'm, there's more players than Rangers. Aberdeen players have done it. Celtic players have done it. Motherwell players. You, you take advantage if you've got the advantage. Of course you do. And the referee pointed to the spot. I just think that Bates get caught. Now, Brian's saying about teams going there and whether Motherwell manager or Hearts manager disagrees with, with, with decisions, that's fine. No problem. But Aberdeen had two goals at start last night, Gordon. You know what? They, they were in a terrific position. Wasn't it referee's fault that they gave away a goal four minutes later? You know, well, if you don't think it was a free kick or you don't think it was a penalty, then well, well, then even, it would even, be. And I'm not saying that. No, my, even if it, even if it, if you say, well, you don't think you're given a free kick, Mark's quite right. You still get plenty of time to organise to yeah. defend that. Well, fun enough. Let, let, let's hear from the managers on that then on a couple of those incidents. Um, obviously, the uh, the, the equaliser did come. Uh, from the penalty Stephen Gerrard says It's not up to him To decide obviously If it was given But this was his take on it The, the referees give the decision He's a lot closer than me And Stephen um, It looks as if Fashion gets the wrong side Defended and there's a shape pull Whether that's soft Or not enough to be a penalty That's not my decision It's the referee's decision And he's give it And we've managed to get a point On the back of that As you might expect Stephen Glass Not quite the same uh, Viewpoint on it He was left frustrated um, he says it was a, a great effort from his team But not happy with that decision It's a little bit of a coming together But I, it's, it's not a penalty kick the, the boys put in a performance like that A work rate and an effort And Rangers have got a brilliant group of players But we get undone with that And it's very disappointing I don't get involved with criticising referees I, I get involved a wee bit at the side Because you get emotional But uh, I was interested with Robbie's comments last week And uh, I'm disappointed That's the overriding factor for me The players give us everything again uh, they've, they've done it Even when we're on the, on the, the beaten run And that as well We're getting stick left Right and centre But again A group of players Depleted The injuries we've got To come here And put in that performance Speaks volumes for them Thank you Brian It was 01419511025 That's the number Brian uh, dialed You can tweet us as well We're over there at Clyde SSB Lots happening Across the uh, league last night So please do get in touch uh, Lewis says There could have been More than one penalty There was plenty of Shirt pulling going on From both Aberdeen centre backs During corners um, Ali says I can understand People thinking the penalty Was soft from TV um, But 
fact Beaton had a clear view A similar angle I had From my seat in the Govan front It was a definite penalty <laughs> A similar view He must have been <laughs> sitting in the stand 50 yards away <laughs> John Beaton in the, the John Govan Beaton's front. in the stand Yeah um, a Similar view Do you I mean you're not You're not quite as convinced Mark But you did You did I think you said That you, you can understand it Because once Once there's the shot pull You don't You don't you don't have as much of a leg to stand on as you might like Well, yeah, there's a shirt pull You can't deny there's a shirt pull Everybody's seen the still images However, a shirt pull, you know Can be many different things You know, you can see someone tearing the shirt off someone Or when Bates has caught the wrong side Which he is, and nobody's denying that And he does panic, I agree with Daz with that He reaches out his hand and it's a tug My argument is, if you're given that Whoever tweeted in there is right. loads. There's loads yeah. There's uh, every time a player moves in the box mm-hmm. At a corner kick You grab them to get their number yeah. Now if you freeze that photo Of me grabbing a striker It looks like I'm tugging mm. the shirt off him I often hear that You know any game any level You hear that as a as an argument But I wonder Just in general Take Rangers out of it Take all the, the Sort of team rivalries out of it d- Does that make it not a penalty? You know, just because you might get it wrong on on other occasions, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Either, it's either an offence or it's not. Whether it's given might make it a bit more surprising, but but it doesn't really yeah. change the interpretation of the rules, of does course, it? Of course, not. I agree with you on that. Um, you know, I agree that yes, it's if you tug somebody's shirt, of course it's deemed a foul. But listen, if I seen that out the box, that same thing. I'd be still surprised if that was given as a foul. You know, I, I I genuinely would because there was so little between it. But by the layers of the law, yes, John Beaton, it's an amazing spot if he's managed to spot that and point out. But he's got to then spot the rest of what goes on in boxes, not just in that game, but every game he referees. Uh, let's bring in Joe in Hoyk and see what he's thinking about last night. Joe, from a, a Rangers fan's perspective, how disappointing was last night? Good evening guys Listen thanks very much For letting me come on um, I, I was up at the game Last night And um, I, I've read everything Today just regarding Stephen Gerrard's uh, Comments on Feeling that there might be A fear of a, a Lack of identity At Rangers You know for me um, I think that comes From your, your captain um, Ultimately I mean I've been fortunate enough I'm old enough To have seen You know the likes of Big uh, Lorenzo Amoruso Richard Goff Barry Ferguson and I mean as well as wearing the, the captain's armband these these guys played with their hearts on their sleeve um, I'm not here to shoot down Tavernier by any means um, he's obviously he's he's a tremendous player we've seen him doing amazing things for us but I have to be honest I think I think he sets the tone I think he's been off the boil since he took his injury which put him out for a large portion of last season and ultimately I think I mean, if you look at the goals last night and you look at his body language alone when they were conceded, it, it all starts there for me. The captain needs to lead and and I think that's a big problem for the, for the club, to be honest with you. Would there also be a case though, Joe, to say that on a night like last night, if you're looking for Rangers' biggest problems, there must be a bigger problem out there than the guy that scores one and sets up one of the two goals that your team scored? I, I understand that and I've, and I've seen that on social media as well, but... I think you have to look at what, what's what's caused the what's caused the urgency and the requirement for those goals to to kind of to save something in the end. You look at you look at what's happened at the start. I mean, I don't know. Uh, my dad goes on about tippy tappy football, um, 
But you look at you look at us trying to play out for defence. There comes a time where is 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 the is a captain that's there in defence. If it's no on to play for the back, it's no on. It needs to be shouted to the keeper, get it up the park, and it just there just seems to be that lack of hardened leadership that's that's prepared to tell somebody when you're not doing something well, you're not doing something well, and for me that that's a big problem. For me, that's uh, a yeah, well, listen, and, and you're more than entitled, Joe. You're travelling up, you're paying your money, you're going to the games. The, the other thing I would wonder, though, Gordon, people used to come on this phone and, and question James Tavernier's leadership. Then all of a sudden, mm. Rangers won the league by a mile and unbeaten to, in, in the league and all the rest of it. And all of a sudden, no one questioned James Tavernier's leadership. And now they're dropping points again, and he's not a leader, so... C- c- can you can you do that? Can you have it both ways? No, you can. I, I I think sometimes it's very unfair in Tavernier. Is he playing to his best? No, he's not. Did he get caught last night with Scott Brown? Uh, take the responsibility for a goal. Of course he did. It was bad marking. What what is that? Is that just desire no, it, to get there? It, it, or you know, I think he's a bit unfortunate. I think I think he's. I don't care what you say, Mark. If you're on Scott, Scott Brown shouldn't be scoring a, a goal, a free header against you. And, and no disrespect to Scott Brown, right? He shouldn't be scoring a free header against you in there. Now we get back to the goal. Tavernier has nothing to do with the goal. The fact that Chilton to Golson has is a an experienced footballer. That's the goal, first one. The first one. He's got to take the responsibility, not mm. Tavernier. So as much as people go back to this great. Well, when Richard Goff was there, Richard Goff was a, a, a different kind of player. Richard Goff was surrounded with characters like even McCoy up front, you know, with Moan and everything like that. You look at captains nowadays, Celtic, McGregor's a captain. There's no Scott Brown there anymore. So these captains, they're not there to ball and scream. They're there to lead by example. I think that Tavernier comes in for unfair criticism. He isn't playing at his best, of course, so I'm not going to stick up for him that but tell me who is in a Rangers trip just now. Who is playing at that quality of last year? You can't just go, right, he's a captain. And the reason being is because there's a young lad that's probably takes a big percentage of the Rangers support that want him in the, the team every week as Patterson because of the ability he's got. And obviously the captain's in there because I think Tavernier hmm. is a massive part for Rangers. But... I I think that sometimes Rangers fans give them unfair criticism. It goes back to Celtic fans for me, right? With Forrest. I can't believe the amount of Celtic fans could come on and, and, and give James Forrest criticism because I think he's a brilliant player for Celtic. But Tavernier comes into that category for me. I think that the minute something goes wrong, oh, Tavernier's not leading by example, Tavernier's not doing this, I think you've got to look at the rest of the players as well. I think you've got to look at the full structure of it now. You look at Rangers, I watched them last night, they ain't playing anywhere near a pace of football, especially Ibrox. Motherwell went there and drew. Hearts have went there, drew. Aberdeen with a lot of injuries, Scott Brown playing at centre-back, a midfield player playing at wing-back that looked a fish out of water last night for Aberdeen, and still... Get points So It's not just Tavernier It's a bigger problem Just now for Rangers Yeah No I agree It's I think Tavernier's a quality player I think it's a bit harsh Blaming him for the first goal I think Goldson blocked him But Daz is right it, The blame does always seem To land in his doorstep And I think The emergence of Tavernier eh, Sorry Patterson 
may just make that criticism mm. worse when results don't go Rangers way this Joe, season. thank you very much. It was nice to speak to you, Joe, in Hoyk. It's a great time to call and we could be taking your call next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You've got Mark Wilson and Gordon DL for company. It's 01419511025 to join in. What is it? Seriously, every time I look up, there's some you're like two naughty school Wait. children. I'm trying to concentrate, do a professional job. I'm just sniggering in a way. I, I know how you feel. I'm trying to be professional as well. What, I come, what? I come in as studio. Is he his trousers? Fo- yeah, <laughs> focus. Why? He's, he, <laughs> he comes in with an AR twenty six tracksuit on. He's new, dressed like James Bond. What, what is going on in the studio tonight? He's actually going to do the next section of the show without what? his trousers on. Yeah, he's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's feeling the heat. I don't like your look at the box. Jeez. I'm a wash yeah, once yeah, in a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Halfway through getting changed. Why? Oh, are you busy? You got oh, plans? Big dinner. Oh, big right. dinner okay. this evening. Yeah, sorry, yeah, to, yeah. sorry to interrupt That's you. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, but you don't get changed halfway through the show. Through your work. Professionalism. 01419511025 on the phones or at Clyde SSB on Twitter let's bring in Kevin who's a Celtic fan from Motherwell what did you make of it last night Kevin happy I would imagine uh, delighted delighted that first half of it was absolutely brilliant um, but just before I start just like to pass on obviously condolences about Walter Smith just a Scottish legend so it's, uh, it was just terrible news yeah. to what happened and uh, although his team's made my life towards her growing up it's just such a sad day yeah um, well, I so I'll just write past that no, one. Thanks for taking the time, Kevin. Um, uh, last night, that that first half hour uh, was just. Oh, he was cut down in his prime. We'll get him back on. The first half half hour was. Ju- I expect he was going to say something good, something positive. Uh, let's just stay with it for a second and see if we can get uh, Kevin back. I think we can. Kevin, you were saying the first half hour was what? Oh, it was amazing! It was probably some of the best football we've played this season. It was actually it's very reminiscent of how we started the game against Real Betis, uh, without the obviously defensive issues, obviously. But it was just brilliant to watch. It looked like every time we went forward, it looked like we were going to score, and we were just tearing hips to, to shreds. And there was nothing that we could do about it. And I think I phoned on Saturday and said that we were starting to build momentum, and the things have clicked in place. And I'd said that next up was Hibs and that's got to be a hard task and hopefully we could get the three points. I did not expect it to be so easy in that first half. But I was saying the producer there, we saw two sides of Celtic. The second half, we've wondered, I've always, you know, people question, can we roll up our sleeves? Can we, can we dig in? And I think you saw that in the second half. Hibs came out, Jack Ross has obviously got a hold of them, no happy. Hibs have came out firing and we, and we defended brilliant. Uh, that second half you saw both sides of Celtic and then you look at it just makes it for an exciting season because what I was saying is you look at the other side of the city Rangers are stuttering they're dropping points they're, they're getting bailed out with penalties and it's, I'm liking listening to the Rangers fans phoning in saying oh well, we're not playing well and we're still winning but that's what champions do listen there's only so long you can do that for you can't do that, 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 that for a full season eventually it's going to catch up with you and it caught with them again last night um, and listen, if we were playing Celtic, if we were playing Rangers this weekend, I would I would thump them. So I'm look, it's just been brilliant so far. So credit to the players and the manager because things are looking brilliant. Mark, what in particular stood out last night? I, I feel like there 
there are a lot of potential answers there. You know, Mikey Johnson's in the team and making an impact, and Kyogo's scoring again. Is Tom Rogic in the best form he's been in for three or four years, maybe? Mm-hmm. David Turnbull sets up two goals. The, the attacking play, there's, there was that relentlessness about it again in the first half. Yeah, wasn't so many positives. Um, I think Kevin's right in, in the respect that everything came together last night. So the Celtic fans saw. A glimpse early on How good They were going forward But They were always Kind of frail at the back um, And then You know uh, They went through a stage That they, would, they looked okay defensively But they were struggling for goal Everything came together last night And I think even Joe Hart You've seen Joe Hart Making Two Really good saves Crucial saves But that was what was missing Last season as well That's what he's brought to the club for To be a big influence You know He's a big name Big pressure on his shoulders and uh, he performed again last night But so many positives But the way uh, Listen the way Celtic are playing And that final third With Yota And Mikey Johnson Like you mentioned And Kyogo It's a joy to watch And it's hard for any team Coming up against them To try and figure out a way To stop that It's not a hugely good comparison Gordon Because um, he did go off injured But We kept hearing that If, oh, if you're going to somewhere Like Easter Road you, you can't play Turnbull and Rogic There needs to be a plan B In Ange Postacoglu Essentially I'm paraphrasing Kept saying, you know, going for that old cliche, it's about making plan A better rather than than finding a plan B. Goes to Easter Road, starts Turnbull, starts Rogic, blows Hibs away. Mm. You know, are they starting to show that that can be done? Oh, well, the proof is in the pudding. They're certainly doing that. Um, their defensive record, they've only lost 20, uh, seven goals, Gordon. The same as Dundee United, lost in the league. They've scored 26. I think where where. It surprised me was he went to Aberdeen when he was coming in for all this criticism about um, formation and he tweaked he didn't tweak the formation he tweaked the personnel he brought Beaton on and put Tom Rogic on the bench brought him off and he created the goal that, that, that went on to win it and you're thinking right okay that's the way he's now going to set up away from home because you're looking at Rightly so, everybody was talking about, oh, he's got difficult games at Motherwell and Hibs, uh, you know, games coming up. So away from home, he'll probably go with that system. He didn't. He went straight back to his his, his three attacking mm. midfield players. And it's worked absolutely brilliant. I've got to say, in, in terms of football, some of the football they're playing is terrific. Right, Kevin, be honest. In the summer, did you have Anthony Ralston down for 20 appearances and four goals before the end of October? Absolutely not. Listen, I've been on talking about Tony Ralston before, and I was on um, before the. I think I can't remember who we were playing. It was it. God, I can't even. I think it might have been Austria, and I'd said I couldn't believe that Tony Ralston wasn't in the squad. And honestly, I, I still can't believe it um, that he's not. He's not in any of the squads or uh, no chapter at that door because Nathan Parson. Listen, I'll tell you right now, he's, he's, he is the future. There's, there's no doubt about that. He's a, he's a brilliant young player. But so is Tony Ralston. Tony Ralston's what, 22? Some of that. So, it's not, I mean, I'm not saying that, I'm not going to go on here and say who's better than who. They're, they're both cracking young players, but you cannot justify it. For me, anyway, and I know I'm a Celtic fan, but you, you, nobody's got to sit there and justify to me how Nathan Parson gets in that squad before Tony Ralston. That's possibly a conversation for, what is it, a couple of weeks' time, Mark, when the squad comes round again, but purely for the impact he's having at Celtic at the moment. I just mean, even in the goals, to score four already by this stage in the season is a surprise, isn't yeah, it? Amazing. Uh, especially where he's came from. Started the season, uh, not his fault that he was the number one right back and took plenty of criticism for it, but 
he showed what a good player he is And to add goals to your game as a fullback, I mean just elevates you to a different level I think he's been outstanding this season I know he went through a wee kind of tricky period Where people were saying Oh he's back to the Tony Ralston of, of a few years ago But he's came through it And he plays every week And Ange Postecoglou is mm. quietly starting to rely on him every week yeah. well, we leave you with some poetry to end the first hour your Go old pal yeah, Curious oh, Creatures like is on he says a penalty to Rangers maybe soft or maybe not but the referee saw something so a pen is what they got now Mark calls it a wee tug that's fine he might be right but now I've got the image of Daz's Google search tonight <laughs> <laughs> Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football we're going to need to invite him and Black Arthur to the Christmas night out Seriously, oh, see the yeah. amount of content they provide this oh, show yeah. uh, 01419511025 right now for Beat the Pundit You do have to call before 7 o'clock So don't hang about, pick up the phone And uh, see if you can take on Mark Wilson or Gordon Deal Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here It's time for Beat the Pundit But there was so much to get through from last night's football So keep your calls coming Lots of you um, giving us your thoughts on Rangers' performance And dropping points Lots to be said about the penalty Rangers got as well uh, Celtic fans seem unanimously delighted with the performance at Easter Road There was controversy at Fir Park There was an absolute doing uh, at Dens Park So whatever is on your mind now is a good time to share it 0141 951 1025 And we'll get to you after this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Seriously what is going on in here It's time for Beat Mark Wilson's about to do Beat the Pundit potentially In a the full bond. tux He's like a slightly <laughs> overweight Red-faced Michael Bublé tribute act Standing here A couple of months too early Before the Christmas yeah. tunes start to come out Check the tie Look at the tie. You do realise it's supposed to go beyond your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a high belly button. <laughs> and plus the fact, right, I've never seen him do wear a top on with his tight trousers. I was gonna say I've heard the slim fit be the ball bunted down I'm not hiding much, am I? <laughs> <laughs> you nearly took my They are oh, Thank you They are They're, they're risky Aren't they Oh uh, Oh he sits yeah. down the wrong way One He's gone One move on yeah. Beat the Pundit They yeah, are yeah, gone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit tight Can I get the knees Although, However However If you think you're getting off Scott Free On the fashion discussion tonight This cannot go unsaid Mark Wilson I came into the office earlier on uh, I was away <coughs> doing something else I came in And as usual He's trying to get A nap before the show Because he's He's old Last week he's like He's old right So he's lying on the couch In the office With his feet up Trying to have a nap But his socks were Hanging off the end of his toes You know like Deliberately pulled up So the edge of the sock Was all floppy Like hanging off Oh I don't think there's there. much Right hang, hanging off yeah. the, the end of his feet And Obviously I will come up what's, what's going on here And he says it's deliberate And he says he always does this Because he doesn't like His socks touching his toes as if we needed further proof that this guy is wired differently <laughs> And of course I had to probe a bit more and said So if you're at home and you don't have shoes on and you've just got socks You pull the socks so that yeah. they're hanging off the end of your feet And he said yeah. yes every time because he doesn't like them touching <laughs> his toes <laughs> You know, know the gloves you get without the fingers in them you get, That's where you're not getting so I've, I've asked, I've asked this toes. many times on this show right? and, and I mean it in the politest way possible mm. What is wrong with you? 
There's nothing wrong with me. I, th- I think you'll find a lot of the people listening to this show tonight do the same thing. Bet you any money they don't. Guaranteed. 100%. Don't, don't like socks on their toes. Deliberately no. sits with their socks hanging off the end of their yeah, feet. Yeah, I like that. I, 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 nah, not Okay, been married three times. I used to ask my ex wife to pull my socks out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> when I was, they were walking oh, around, I'd say, look, pull the right, the right one would maybe come in. Pull the right one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Was your foot in there, was it? To always wear two pair of socks every time I play golf. There you go. Right, this is enough. Right, let's bring in home let, one. Stop it. That's awful. That's absolutely <laughs> awful. I knew where that's what was going. Oh no! I can't believe you said that. That's dreadful. That's awful. Bad. As two weeks in a row, because he came up with that rubbish poem last week oh, as well. Man. I don't even know I can only apologise for I'm, that I'm show. sorry for witnessing that Robbie in Port <laughs> Glasgow I'm so sorry you had to listen to that Robbie how's it going tonight? It's alright not bad How's it going panel alright? Yeah not bad at all Have you ever played Beat the Pundit before? Uh, no just at home Just at home. Ah, quite right good on you What made you give it a go tonight? That's a stupid question Fancy my chances I Don't blame you right okay uh, Heads it will be Mark Wilson Who's on a terrible run um, Must be said though You don't yeah. make it easy for him Try and behave a bit more tonight I'm Honestly I'm going to start right, Nipping okay. that in the bud I don't yep. think it's no, I don't think I it's don't acceptable think it's fair either um, Heads it's Mark Tails it's Gordon oh, I've dropped it and go again So this discussion about your toes um, <laughs> They get Paul Scholes round To sort them out Have you seen that? Oh no, no, no <laughs> Get to that a bit later no. on uh, It's heads Sorry Mark Oh is it me again? The well, Tucks have made the effort The man yeah. in the Tucks Right let's give Mark Some clay too To listen to uh, They're tough questions tonight I must say 30 seconds uh, Robbie They are tough So if you don't know it Pass quickly And we'll move on okay? No worries Jim. Right 30 seconds starts now What nationality Is former Rangers player Dorian Goyan? Slovenian Who scored Celtic's First goal of this league season? David How many goals did Dundee concede last night? Five Name the only team across the entire SPFL Who have not won a league game this season St Johnston Which Motherwell player is currently the joint top scorer in the league? Tony Watt Name a Scottish club Stephen Glass played for apart from Aberdeen Hibs Name any Finnish player to have played in the Scottish top flight this season uh, and Nick, Nick Sisson from Dundee United Great shoot Not the one I expected you to go for Alright okay uh, Let's bring Mark Wilson back Mark they are tough tonight Yeah okay. I, I like the entertainment But honestly try and Don't don't put them off the way uh, you usually I do will not I, open I think my mouth. It's, it's unfair You ready? Yeah 30 seconds on the clock Once I get my sheet back the right way round And your time Mark Wilson starts Now What nationality is former Rangers player Doran Goyan? Uh, Bulgarian Who scored Celtic's first goal of this league season? Mm, McGregor How many goals did Dundee concede last night? Five Name the only team in the entire SPFL Who've not won a league game this season Oh, uh, Pass Which Motherwell player is currently the joint top scorer in the league? Tony Watt Name a Scottish club Stephen Glass played for apart from Aberdeen uh, Name any Finnish player to have played in the top flight this season Pass Uh, Neskins Nice, 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 I don't know what producer Callum's up to I thought these were tough tonight it's Celtic, They were tough Celtic fans Can you remember who scored the first goal? It was Anthony Ralston At Tynecastle Tynecastle yeah, um, Dundee conceded five though So you both got up and running The only SPFL team Who've not won a league game this season I would go Dunfermline It is Dunfermline 
and none of you got it. Uh, I mean, from your league as well, Robbie, you're a Morton fan. Uh, Tony Watt is the joint top scorer in the league. Well done, you both got that. Name a Scottish club Stephen Glass played for aside from Aberdeen. Did you guess them firmly? Brilliant. Because it was right. No. <laughs> <laughs> was that right? Yeah. All the clubs. Um, Hibs or Dunfermline. Really? So you both got it. It's oh, three no. all. I thought you wouldn't have got that. Uh, which means it all comes down to this last question. Name any Finnish player to have played in Kamara? the top flight this season. You mm. had the choice of Kamara of Rangers, uh, Oyala at Mullerwell, uh, Vertainen is in there, and Ilmari Niskinen. From uh, Dundee United, you're not getting that. And I say that. No, no you said Neeskins, I think. And he played with and, um, he played with Holland. Holland did it, <laughs> Robbie got it. Oh, oh no! Yeah. You're joking! I'm Who did joking. he get? You went Niskinen. No way! Shout. Oh. Len Kamara was maybe the obvious one, and uh, he went for Ilmari Niskinen, and he got it. I'm in a dreadful run just now. Robbie, well done, Robbie. Super. Well done. <laughs> well done, Robbie. Yes. Good man, look at that. He's, he's, ah, he's overwhelmed. Just, ah, he's, ah, he can't believe it. And you're dressed to the 90s as well. The 90s? For the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> is that like even. Is that better than the 90s? Is that dressed like Liam Gallagher. <laughs> the 90s. The that's a scene, isn't it? No, you've added on a T at the end of. <laughs> oh, 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 anyway, I'm the hearts. I'm the hearts of this beat the pundit. No, you're a hist. You started, started like a train yeah. and now you're What's happening? The wheels have Firmly come off <sighs> You're dropping down I know I mean Glenn Kamara Seriously I know ah, It's no. the obvious no. one yeah. <laughs> Take one and beat the Bogs at your trousers And give them a boy <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear Right 0141 Stop it 0141951 uh, 1025 <laughs> On the phones At Clyde SSB I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have put that shirt on I'm sweating <laughs> Beat the pundit I always sweat At the best of times But with a shirt on Oh it's hot in here Jordan wouldn't go miss here uh, um, Let's bring in Mick Who's a Celtic fan from Ballornock How's it going Mick? Ah uh, no bad Gordon No bad What's your point tonight? Listen this is my favourite night of the week For a show no, I, don't I, don't call, I don't I don't call it super scoreboard On a Thursday night oh, I no. just call it I just call it the Mushroom and DL show. I was worried where that was going. Oh, they've, that? they've been called. They've been called much worse. I must confess, Mick. Um, yeah, no. Ah, yeah, they keep you on your toes. I must admit. <laughs> Don't talk to Gordon DL about toes. Actually, <laughs> uh, it's a touchy subject. What, how are you feeling about your team at the moment, Mick? Oh, absolutely. They're, they're playing some brilliant stuff. I mean, I was saying to the producer there, uh, the wins at Petodre, Fur Park, Sangri's in with the, the European tie against French Varus, beating St. Johnson, and now going to Easter Road. The three away t- three away games, Petodre, Fur Park, and uh, Easter Road, if that had been this time last year, you'd have been lucky yourselves that we'd have got two points out of the nine. Now we've got the nine points, and we're firing all cylinders. There's special times ahead. Kyogo, ten goals. Only th- only 30 to go but When I said uh, At the beginning of the season He would score 40 50 goals this season oh, that, I remember that Mick So you you phone in At the start of the season And say you would get 40 Yeah And we probably 40, 50 We, we probably laughed at you Didn't we Because that's, that's just Like what we yeah. do Well they're 10 already In 15 games I remember that, that was I did laugh Yeah Hold on Anyone starting to get worried That Mick's going to have The last no, laugh here I'll tell you who's going to have The last laugh uh, The way it's going Mick, brilliant But when we filled in our sheets I'm sure this man next to me mm-hmm. Went for Furuhashi Who we'd never really seen For yeah. top goal scorer Yeah but forget that Because there's one thing Being top scorer You can do that on 20 But 
40 Mick's gone for 40, 40. And he is, he's got 10 uh, already what, It's a great return for for coming to the country uh, In a, a different way of football And scoring as many as he has so quickly um, It is a great return Look he's on course I would still say it's a a big ass for a player well whether he does or not Gordon I mean it's not like he's going to get to 39 And we're going to be critical of the season that he's had um, The impact early on Gets another one last night mm. Obviously it was a the type of goal you You liked those kind oh, of coaches finish Yeah but you've got to say uh, When, the, when the, the move is building up Gordon His move was brilliant He takes himself across the defenders And he takes himself in a position Where the defenders can't see him and he's just waiting there for the, the, the cross across the box and he just taps it into the back of the net. His movement's brilliant. And I've got to say, as much as he's got 10 goals, I can go back to the first few games he played with Celtic and the sort of chances he's missed as well. The one good thing about him, this is why you would take him to score a lot of goals, is he gets himself into brilliant positions. He really does. And as much as people are saying, well, why can't you pick up? His movement's good. His timing's good. And, um, you know, he's been a terrific hit for the Celtic supporters. Absolutely love him. And if he keeps playing the way he's playing, yeah, he'll certainly get by the 20 odds, but I don't know if he can get to that 40. It will be difficult. Do you feel like the back door starting to shut a bit more, Mick? I mean, it obviously wasn't a clean sheet last night, and Joe Hart did make some saves, but the the whole sort of having to score five goals or four goals to win games, that, that mantra, that seems to be... Getting a bit further away in, in, in the memory bank Is it is it getting better there at the back A bit more secure? It's getting a wee bit more secure Because Joe Hart's been magnificent Since he's came to Celtic I, the, the string of saves I, I remember one of the European ties One of the saves he made was I think it was against AZ Altmar uh, when you know that, and they're one of the best teams That we've beat We took a decent scalp there And I said that the last time I was on the show But uh, Joe Hart has been immense But I'll tell you what See if uh, Kyogo bags in Say 25 goals Say be- between now and the end of January These guys in the panel Are going to be sweating So you are What gets to 25 Or scores 25 Starting at zero Between now and the end of January Scores 25 right. It gets to 25 He's on 10 the now Another 15 goals Let's see where he goes Mick it will be one of the All time great predictions So on in, in one hand Yeah you you will have the last laugh But I don't mind if, if Mick if Mick manages to come on With that shout I think it was like The first week of the season And we've not heard from Mick since And he gets it right Fair play to you Mick I do not mind uh, That at all uh, Thank you to Mick In Balornico 1419511025 uh, we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. I mean, Mark, you've seen enough now of Joe Hart to to be caught to sort of label it a good signing now, no doubt for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, no doubt for me. I mean, Joe Hart. Listen, he came with a big tag because of what he's done in the past, and you know the England caps, and he's been right at the top end of the game. He's he, we've watched him for years all around the world, but he was he was prone to an error every now and then. Um, and I think that error's still there. We've seen, you know, him very casual with the ball at his feet, but it's no doubt about it. Some of the saves he's made. Mick touching him on there against AZ Altmar in the, the very first few minutes with his feet. Exceptional. Last night, a couple of exceptional saves. That just wasn't happening last season for Celtic. Those chances were goals. And we stood here and criticised the goalkeeper so many times. Or the selection of goalkeepers, there was three of them. Now Celtic have got a reliable number one and any team... Is putting up a, a real fight for a championship 
Needs that behind him uh, Thank you to Mick uh, In Balornock On the same number 01419511025 Is Thomas Who's a Rangers fan From Dalmarnock How disappointing Was last night Thomas? That was as poor As a poor show again And uh, I actually believe The game shouldn't Have been played actually you know, I mean I thought uh, For Walter Smith You know The Rangers game on I know seen all the other fixtures But no, that was an excuse because Rangers have been they've not been playing well. But uh I'm, it's just quite laughable now the amount of people's getting on high horses now with penalty decisions, even managers and ex players. Whether it's a soft penalty or no, it's still a penalty. Actually he blew he blew his whistle before Sakalam and Dune because when you watch Bates he's got his enemies wrapped through him and then he actually tugs his shirt after he had his enemies wrapped in him. So he's ready to eat anyway. And uh, it's just there's a wee underlying unhealthy current starting here, the Rangers. They're, they're, it's finally bailed on the referees, but it's aimed at Rangers. No, Rangers getting bailed out again and all this stuff. And, uh, and, 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 and see when it starts getting like that. I mean, this is why you're getting chairmen just in Murren. And then even the headlines in the paper today, that was crass as well with that guy in the sun. It's an, an, an awful headline. It seems like we're conflating an awful lot of issues here, Thomas, and you're sort of... Linking things that I'm, I'm not entirely sure are linked If rival fans want to poke fun And say Rangers are getting all the decisions I mean Is, is that the end of the world? People will, will do it in response If Celtic get one at the weekend If anyone And by the way th- This is clearly what, what Glasgow is Gordon Because I've not had a call yet About the Liam Kelly Being off his line mm-hmm. And it, it was the worst of the night That was the worst decision of the night 100% it was um, Easy for me to say Not off now I'm so Obvious about my opinions on something, but um, yeah, I mean, well, is is it really that big a deal if, if rival fans want to have a wee go and say it wasn't a penalty? Well, you're, you're, as long as you're seeing both sides of it, we, we, you know, you two are sort of split on it as well. With a caller saying it was, caller saying it wasn't. I'll take yeah, these things for, a bit too seriously. Yeah, for years and years we've heard this, Gordon. You get nothing at Ibrox. The referee gives you nothing. You get nothing at Celtic Bar. It's all geared towards the big two. Um, Rangers and Celtic um, You know The minute they get a, a decision that People don't think it is the right one And it's bailed them out like Last night I, I thought Rangers were struggling Up until the, the penalty kick In my opinion And I'm not Sitting here A cheerleader for Rangers By any matters of means I'd say as I think And people can agree or disagree I did see why he gave the penalty kick Gordon if it was against me I'd probably be a wee bit upset as well But I did think that Beaton probably called that one correct You're right The biggest talking point of the night is at Fir Park But nobody's interested in that Because it's obviously Rangers And you concentrate on Celtic the, the big two But I believe this from day one I think referees get decisions wrong But I think they go out there As honest as they possibly can And make the decision that on that split second And remember it's okay for us Having two or three Four or five looks at it At times to make a decision Because last night When I seen it the first time I thought no penalty kick But very fortunate for me was I can go and sit and watch that For different angles The referee can't mm. It's a difficult, difficult I mean, job Th- Thomas mentioned the, the sort of Walter Smith effect He didn't want the game to take place Which, which I get Personal opinion I, I don't think there was ever Any real suggestion from it Rangers didn't want it As, as far as I can gather Stephen Gerrard didn't want it Um he actually you know, spoke about it after the game Saying it had been a tough week But uh, couldn't use that as an excuse for poor performances I think the fans were, were terrific I think the, the reaction from, from Wales football Everyone local I think the tributes from ex-players And people that knew Walter I think 
very fitting and um, no surprise to me because I've been lucky enough to be in, in his company and um, I think his family should be ever so proud of him, what, what he's achieved in the game but also the human being he was, they should be very proud of him. It's been tough for everyone connected to the club um, but we had to move on to the football once the whistle went tonight and um, I need more uh, from my team and us as a staff need to do more to make sure that we fix the few things that need fixing. Um, I mean Gordon, that that side of it, is always, it was always going to be there after the game. If Rangers won, the question was going to be, did you honour Walter Smith's memory with that performance? And then when it, when it doesn't go to plan, Stephen Gerrard is having to ask if you know whether it impacted things or not. You're never really going to know, let's be honest. But I think one thing you can say for sure, it was an emotional night. The Rangers fans all went there hoping for the, the performance and, and the result to... To almost end what, what had not end, but to, to to round off what had been a, a very tough couple of days, and that that didn't arrive. You can't ignore that. No, um, look, there's not getting away from it. It was a difficult, difficult time for everyone concerned at Rangers, and everybody knows that. And it's brilliant the amount of people, Celtic Rangers, everybody on here uh, talking about Walter. I sat in the studio uh, Tuesday night with uh, Hugh, who I thought his words were absolutely brilliant. I sat and I listened to terrific stories from Kenny Miller who played under Walter and I knew Walter briefly, Gordon, with management and playing and whatever and I'd met him at golf dues. Let me tell you now, Walter Smith, knowing the man he is, would have wanted that game to go ahead um, and he'd have wanted Rangers to win but unfortunately, as Stephen Gerrard said, the players go over the line there. It's a football game. Aberdeen ain't just there to make up the numbers. You've got to hand him credit. But it was a difficult time, but that is no excuse because I think Aberdeen take a lot of credit mm. for the way they played. Got a good full-time teaser for you two coming up next and there's still loads of talking points from last night we've not got to. We'll do them as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're about to keep going round the big talking points from last night If you think there's something that we've missed though You've got till 8 o'clock to fix that 0141 951 1025 uh, Let's do a teaser for you tonight Quite a tricky one uh, KJ Styles has sent it in It's another tribute really to Walter Smith He says can you name 11 players who've been signed by Walter Smith for Rangers Who've also played for Everton at Maybe some point are. in their career So can you name 11 players Who've been signed By Walter Smith For Rangers Who've also played for Everton David Weir Yes Barry Ferguson No Terrible Gaza answer. That was rubbish That was Paul Gascoigne Yes Richard Goff Yes One uh, more um, The full There's a full back there uh, What was the full back's name Mark Wilson No no uh, It wasn't in, It wasn't bowling It wasn't um, It was the other one yeah. Cleland. Cleland. Alex yes. Cleland. Alex he played Cleland. for Everton, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Right, well done. That's four. We'll leave it there. You're looking for McCall. another. S- yes. Okay. Yeah. Stuart McCall. Oh, Stuart McCall. Right, leave it there. That's five of 11 already. They're making easy work of that. If you want to send your questions in and hear them used on the show in the future, the address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com. Um, Gordon DL Brendan has been on Twitter. He sent you some pictures of Tolus socks. Uh, that you can buy uh, He says if you order them tonight They'll arrive in time for your nap tomorrow uh, So we could get them for you uh, Just before we bring in Liam and Rob Royston Let's hear a bit from Graham Alexander There's been a bit of a theme tonight Lots of people out there not happy with referees um, After the game he said The penalty award which allowed St Mirren to equalise Was one of the worst decisions he's seen 
Um, but he was speaking today Cold light days Had time to, to calm down a bit And here's was his This was his take on it A few hours on I don't think it was a penalty But I've got up this morning We're focusing on the next game It's um, Look it's The emotions are Running high after Immediately after a game <clears throat> um, I think We all have a Real tough job In football Managers Coaches Players Officials um, Give me time to reflect Overnight And um, Listen we know The officials have instant decisions to make. Um, it's extremely tough, um, but we understand where they come from, and uh, we all make mistakes. All of us. I think if you asked the officials if we made any mistakes last night, they would say we did. So that's the the, the game. Uh, we'll focus on um, our game plan, what we can do better, because there is things we can do better, and we'll focus on the game in front. So he's calmed down a bit the day after. Um, Gordon Deal And look there, I suppose there will be A couple of ways Of looking at this Because Samirin were actually Very good last night And mm. they had lots of Attempts at goal So On the balance of play You certainly couldn't Grudge them a point I think that's That's 100%. certainly fair um, If if you've got If you've got Graham Alexander's hat on You're probably saying well, But that's not the point Entirely because We were ahead What is it that's so Strange Baffling about That decision for you Is, is, is it a combination Of the fact that Actually, Liam Kelly's not off his line, so so why you would retake the penalty anyway is is bizarre. Uh, but, but also, those ones are so rare. As Mark was talking about pulling shirts earlier, keepers do n- marginally come off the line all the time, and it doesn't get given. So if you, the the one all of a sudden that that does get given has to be has to be right. You're expecting when I had heard about it, I'm expecting Liam Kelly to be six feet off his line by the time the ball struck, and it wasn't the case. I I said earlier, Gordon, there that um, I believe that. Referees, assistants Call it as honest as they possibly can And I think they'll look at that today And realise that They've made a massive mistake I just think it was too To even call it It's not like he's Two, three yards off his line Before Brophy's kicked him I, I could not believe that was retaking he was, His heel's on the line uh, He's not right out there And how the assistant mm. I think it's obviously assistant Has given that decision how he's come out, out with that is incredible. It's a mistake, Gordon. Let's be honest mm-hmm. about it. It's a mistake. And I know Graham Alexander would be very angry. As a mother will manager, I'd be very angry as well. I do believe Jim Goodwin's team played very well last night. Yeah, they night. did, didn't they? Yeah, they played very well. And they come back from that 2-0 and they got mm. a draw. And I think they deserved that. I'm not taking that away from them. But the decision with the penalty kick last night was incredible. I suppose it's the nature of it, Mark. Like I say, we just don't see them very often. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a if it's a tackle and it's quick. There's there's an interpretation there. You might think you saw something that you didn't. If it's a handball, you might think oh, I, I didn't think it did hit his hand or it did. With it being what sh- it should kind of be black and white, you're, you're left wondering. How can you think he was off the line yeah. when he wasn't? You know, you wonder what the thought process is there. Instantly, what I thought, Gordon, a mistake. I think you can take that all day long, but to give that decision, you have to be one hundred percent sure that there's clear daylight between the goalkeeper and the line, and it wasn't there. And how you can then, you're almost making up something that's that's well, you're making something up that's not there. That's the surprising thing. And and the top referee and and obviously the linesman. It, would have uh, would have been involved in many games, but it's uh, it's such a poor decision, and I can't believe they had more goals about it. To be honest, like we said, though Saint Mirren certainly worth a yeah. point. You look at yeah. the, the possession stats, the, the attempts at goal, the shots on target, all the rest of it. 
Um, and now that those two are sitting next to each other, Motherwell on 15, who, yeah, they stopped the rot last night, mm. point at home. Um, and St Mirren, again, showing pretty good signs at the moment. Yeah, St Mirren are in a good place at the minute. I think we've, we've mentioned for a couple of years now what a good job Jim Goodwin does there. Uh, his recruitment's always pretty on point. Uh, the way he's got his team playing again this season, the three wins back to back certainly helped. And they put up a, a half decent show against Rangers. But yeah, you're right. They deserve something out that game last night. But the way it unfolded was pretty extraordinary. Uh, let's bring in Liam, who's a Celtic fan from Rob Royston. Uh, what's on your mind as a Celtic fan tonight, Liam? Well, first and foremost, Robin, thanks for taking the call. Pleasure. And um, Mark, um, I'm delighted to hear that you're dressed in the 90s. Um, <laughs> but, um, I'm sure you're looking pretty good. See, um, he's ahead of his time, Liam, as, as Gordon. That that that's just means that you're looking really, really, really good. He's just invented a new saying, but it might catch on. Liam, do you know what? The line's a little bit ropey But we'll try and get producer Callum to, to clear it up Before we um, move on and, and take Liam's point I like Liam He's mm. come on I don't think Liam's never been on the show before Comes on Has a go at you too That, mm. that means you're what straight is, What does Callum do when he clears up people's mind. lines? Because my phone's always cutting it so I don't, I'm just going to phone Cal. I don't think he does anything. He just phones them back. But I just does like he? to make it sound like he's. That sounds technical. Magic. I thought he had he's some he's sort of machine in there. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's, like he's, he's up one of the big laughs. <laughs> <laughs> move right, Callum. <laughs> well, whatever it is, he's done it. Has he fixed it? I, I don't know. Liam's back. Man. Uh, Liam, take it away. Left, Callum. Callum, what are you doing to me? Higher, Callum. Higher. Liam, can you hear us? Oh, he's oh, out the no. signal. He's oh, out the no. signal. Oh, he's gone. Oh. We'll try one more time, I think, right? We'll give him the big build. We'll give him oh, no. We'll give him a no. Look at he's gutted oh, in he's there. He's back he's on the hide behind that face <laughs> mask. No, no. <laughs> Come on, Callum. Cassie yeah. only agreed to marry him because yeah. she heard he could clear up phone <laughs> lines. <laughs> Cassie's getting a hand in the water and with the soap, he's getting that ring right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, we're going to get him back. Right, right before, well, before we do get him back, then we can't go any further. Without talking about Dundee nil Ross County 5 I mean what an incredible result that is How good for Ross County And how worrying for Dundee Very worrying for James McPake I've got to say Gordon um, I know that there was a standing joke But I'd listened to And I watched the highlights With Ross County against Marvel And I thought They look they look decent But they couldn't get a result I didn't see 5-0 coming Let me say that right now I didn't see 5-0 coming But Dundee it's very worrying up there. Uh, he must come under a bit of pressure for that. But Malcolm Mackay was desperate to get that first win. Um, you know, they've got um, a home game against a struggling Hibs uh, this week. And if they can mm. maybe go on a run and put a little bit more pressure on Jack Ross. But Dundee have got to start finding... They've got people who can score goals. They've got Griffiths and Cummings, right? And people think, well, they'll score goals. It's okay having strikers that know where the back in it is. You've got to give them mm. the ammunition And obviously there's a massive problem at the back Because they're leaking goals A bit of credit where it's due You have been telling us that Ross County's win was coming And they're better than their league position uh, Suggested So I, I do it grudgingly But congratulations mm. It's, it's a good you. shout from you, you. Um, Mark, I mean the quality of some of the goals From a Ross County perspective I think you both gave goal of the night To different Ross County players uh, Some were calamitous though 
yeah. from a Dundee perspective. Does that th- does the nature of that result now really put the spotlight on, on James McPeak? That you know, th- there are just those results that they, they just come along, and it's like it, you know, it's so bad that yeah. it, it you don't see them that often. You yeah. know, a, a, an away team going somewhere. Even Celtic and Rangers And winning by that margin Now It's obviously worse Because it's a team Looking for their first Win of the season um, You know No doubt about it The result uh, A couple of weeks ago Was it last week That Dundee beat Aberdeen Certainly has Put him in a Better yeah, position exactly, yeah. But If he didn't get that Then We may have been Waiting up to To different news And we don't like to see Anybody lose their job But those results You know You just can't have them Although to be fair though Gordon Is it easy to overreact Because it's it's still three points that, that you lose out on. Dundee are still above Ross County, albeit by one point. And um, they have they've been in a lot of games this season as well. You know, th- th- there are now a couple. The Celtic game, which you can almost write off, you get a heavy defeat there. Um, and last night, I suppose maybe it's just is it the next next couple that become really well, important? I think they go to St Mirren on Saturday. I was just going to say that, Gordon, a very difficult place to go because uh, we've seen. How good a side that uh, St Mirren are under Jim Goodwin last night, coming back from that 2 0 down. Um, yeah, I th- I, what doesn't help for any manager? You can lose games, fans can sit there, fans are very intelligent in football. They can sit there and say, right, we're going the right direction, things are looking good, we're not getting a little bit of luck we need just mm-hmm. to turn the game. But to lose five to the bottom club was a real sore one. Right, Stefan's a Rangers fan from Cardonald. Um, Understandably Stefan Lots of negativity about The performance last night uh, And the result What what did you make of it? Where are Rangers at at the moment in your mind? Oh well I think we've been missing Some of our key players I mean with regards to Ryan Kent I mean Ryan Kent has been for Rangers As influential as any player in Scotland You know I still think on his games The best technical player in Scotland Rangers have missed him and within the squad we've got, probably not been able to fill the void of his injury. And uh, obviously, the leagues get better. Celtic are a better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more pressure on, and there's probably better players across the whole league. I mean, it's not an easy league to play in. You don't win the league easily in Scotland. I mean, regardless of what people think technically, it's a very difficult league to win. So, I'll be honest, this morning, I was more really disappointed with the result last night, because obviously you play at home, you want to win, and obviously with Walter and such like. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is, I trust the manager. I really do trust the manager. Uh, and he's full press conference. He didn't hide. He, he looked at what had to be done. He, he said he's going to go back to the drawing board, press the reset button. And I don't just think it'll be the reset button on the players. It'll be the, co- the coaching and the methodology and all that. It's helped us to win the title last year. So and I also think we'll strengthen because I think you need to move forward. Like Celtic have proved this year as well that you don't stand still and I know that there's been intimations and all that that he's not exactly happy with certain things but I think all he's doing is just putting out the singles like any good manager should do so I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not happy with the result but I'm not jumping uh, under the bed hiding with uh, despair so I believe that Rangers are when they've got their full squad there a formidable force that Teams all across Scotland Including Celtic Will find difficult Yeah I mean Listen Gordon and Mark Stefan might absolutely be right Ryan Kent might come back Into the team Ryan Jack eventually And it'll change things completely And they'll kick on I suppose where The less Optimistic Rangers fans Are coming from Are saying We've now played 11 games And, and yes Ryan Kent might have that impact But he also wasn't in great form Before His injury And We keep 
waiting week on week Is this the one that kicks start? Is this the one I detect one or two Not Stefan Not everyone But, but some are now questioning well, what, what if it doesn't come what, what if last season was The exception Rather than oh, That's our yeah. You know that's our um, Regular standard um, And all you can do is Sit back and, and wait And you'll find out in time You know what It should be a concern You know when you get a quarter way through the season You've had a good look at everybody Um and I mean they're top of the league they're top at this yeah. stage so. But the, the Rangers fans expect What they delivered last season And if they've not seen it within a quarter Yes I can see where Rangers fans are coming from yeah, thinking, You might not need that level though eh? You might not need that Level of superiority to win the league No No I'm not saying that But the, the fans Once you serve them something They want it replicated every season And that's the standards that come with Rangers and Celtic It's very difficult to reach those standards Individu- Individually It's very difficult for those players To reach those standards um, One thing about Ryan Kent is Yeah he was out of form He wasn't playing particularly well As we rest might have done yeah. him the world and good the thing back refresh. He's, he's one of a kind in that Rangers team In the sense of the type of player he is mm-hmm. You look at the front three last night Was it Ruth Morelos and Hadji who, who, Who's running in behind if, if Especially now that Alfredo Morelos plays the way he does these days Everyone praises his link-up play And, and, and he drops deep it's, it's not very mobile As good as they are It's, it's not it's not electrifyingly quick It's not got much threat in behind And try that with Sakala at times But it's clear on nights like last night Something needs to change, doesn't I think, it? I think, uh, just listening to the Rangers manager I, I think that it concerns him uh, Everybody's talking about Yes, they're top of the league I believe that if Rangers keep this up Now they're giving goals away. They're not scoring any more than two goals now. Um, you know, last year they were banging in goals for fun. They were giving teams a real going over. They don't have that sharpness just now. Kent is a big player for them, but you rightly said, Gordon, wasn't at the top of his form. Mark's right about, well, he's had a, a bit of time out. He'll come back, that freshness, hopefully that sharpness. I think they certainly miss Ryan Jack in the middle of the park. I think it concerns Stephen Gerrard because he knows that if they keep continually doing what they're doing and they're giving goals away, like chasing the game, they've chased it so often now, you know, at St Mirren as well, they chased it last night, they're chasing games that, you know, putting themselves into a difficult position, which didn't happen last year. I don't think they can go another quarter and the way Celtic are coming up in the rails, mm. be top of the league. Uh, Stefan, it was... Nice to hear from you. Uh, yeah, I, I just got confused for a moment there because <laughs> we had lost, what you were going to say about because Stephen we had the there. previous caller who kept disappearing. I was wondering if we'd actually spoken to Stefan, but we did. Of course, we did. Uh, thank you, Stefan. Quickly, any more on this yeah. teaser? Quick, quick, quick. Right, I'll go. go. Gary Stevens. Uh, no, no. Okay, I won't go. Ride out. Yes. Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll get the rest next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are still here He smells magnificent by the way, doesn't he? Thank oh, you I'm in love He's, he's, you. he's dressed <laughs> up, he's dressed up to the yard. 90s for, for this dinner that he's going to He's just added the aftershave The final yeah. touch smells unbelievable but, but did you see the aftershave? There's no It was a a tester. <laughs> a tester. <laughs> He's been in a shop. It's, it's too expensive to get the big bottles. <laughs> I'm waiting the, for the tester. The tester spray uh, away. I don't doubt it. It smells great. Uh, He's smelling. Admit. He's yeah. smelling very yeah. nice indeed. He's doing all right, right, isn't he? Yeah. yeah Thanks, gents. So yeah, it's not looking good, but you're smelling. Okay. Lovely. 
uh, I think we've got Liam back My fingers crossed oh, no. I, don't, I really want to speak to Liam tonight He quickly Any more on the teaser 11 players who signed By Walter Smith for Rangers Who've also played for Everton McCall, Rideout, Cleland, Gascoigne, Goff and Weir Brandy Jeffers? No Duncan no. Ferguson Yes Right here's my Stephen Naismith Yes Here's one for you John Spencer? <sighs> no Alright you've got three to get You're in good form with this one uh, Just you leave it to Mark Wilson Trevor right. Stephen Yes Okay Right, two to get, so please leave it there. Uh, Liam, hopefully, is back. Liam, can you hear us this time? Yes, I can hear you. Brilliant. Can you hear me now? Got you loud and clear. On you go. Brilliant. Um, no, my point is is really just about the, the, the standard and the quality of the league this year, I think. For the first time in a long time, um, we're going to have a league, we're going to have a battle, we're going to kind of tit for tat. I think both teams... Are very good in attack. Both teams have got weaknesses. By both teams, I mean the Glasgow teams. No disrespect to, to the others, but um, I think as the league goes on, it will become a, a two-horse race. And, and I think it's something that, that we need because I've got two young young guys, young boys in my house, and I, I, I don't just lock them up. They're my family. They're my sons. <laughs> um, I was wondering where that was yeah. going. <laughs> and they they've never seen they've never seen the excitement that that we used to have with the leagues when. You would go away, you'd be in Fir Park or, or wherever, and, and you're constantly the guy next to you, or you're on your phone looking to see how Rangers are doing at their game. And that, that day that sticks in my mind is not a great day, the helicopter Sunday, that the Rangers fans uh, still, quite rightly, I suppose, go on about because it was just so exciting. The league was brilliant. My, my two boys have never have never experienced that. It's either been Celtic running away with the league or last year Rangers winning at a canter. Um, and I, I really do think this year could be a really, really good league. I think both teams, as I say, going forward, Celtic have improved massively. Um, Rangers are still the team that that was there last year that was so, so good at the back. Um, that's not there just now. But potentially they'll work in that and, and it will come back and be better. But I do think both teams will drop points this year. I think that, I hope that we get a really good title race. I hope that it's right down to the wire whereby you're on the phone to your mates and there's the wind-ups, the, the messengers coming through and it's because there's a battle, not because um, teams are running away with it. And on, uh, just just a, a, another quick point, I think that, that last season, as a Celtic fan, yeah, so, so disappointing. But I, I don't think that it was fair that, that Neil Lennon was made a scapegoat. I think that Lennon got his, his tactics wrong at times, but he's he's a he's a good good manager. I think that that goes without saying. I think he'll be back in the game soon enough. Um, it just all went wrong. It just all went wrong. The pressures that that ten in a row tag was just uh, was just hanging over, hanging over Celtic. And I seen something on a, on a podcast, and it was two ex Rangers players, Kenny Miller and Andy Halliday, were talking. And even when Rangers came up into the Premier League. They were walking out and they had the signs fifty five on the in the stands. They knew they knew that, that that was beyond them at that point. They admitted that and the whole point was they had to stop ten. They were working towards that. And now I hope, I really do hope that in at Celtic Park they're working so hard to stop two. And they make it just one of the best leagues. And I do think it's got the potential because as I said, I didn't want to be disrespectful at the start. But there are other teams out there that have improved vastly. I think you look Hearts could take points as they did at Ibrox. Motherwell are capable. They showed that again. Aberdeen. These teams can come to, to Glasgow now with no fear. They, they can take points. And I really do hope that... Um, I really do hope that it turns out to be one of the leagues that, that are talked about for a long time. Do you think we've got 
the, the early signs of that mark It's always very difficult to predict But we do say that after one round of fixtures You get an interesting idea of the way the league looks And funnily enough, going into last night It wasn't the case But coming out of last night It's big two at the top yeah. and, and all. Have we seen the end of, of Hearts or Dundee United or Hibs in between them? Or can that uh, still happen? Um, I would very much doubt it I think, yeah, you get a fair idea Where you're going to be when you look at that table at the minute Um you know the one thing you've got to do is give credit to the other sides out with Celtic and Rangers because Liam's right they have came to Celtic Park and Ibrox and they haven't just sat across their 18 yard box and soaked up pressure they've had a real go and they've got their positive results and long it continue you know because it makes for a much more competitive healthy league and you know quite often Rangers and Celtic Get the criticism We'll get their supporters on here They weren't at the races that day Because Motherwell took a point off them Or Aberdeen took a point off them Or Dundee United took a point off uh, Took a point away from Celtic Park But It's difficult coming up against sides Who are genuinely willing to have a go And uh, and uh, as I say I hope it continues Throughout the second part of the season I really do I'll make for exciting stuff uh, Brilliant to speak to you Liam I know that was the first time We've spoken to you So hopefully we will do it again Take care Have a good night That was Liam In Rob Royston Right What you got on this teaser We're looking for Two mm. more players That were signed by Walter Smith For Rangers Who've also played for Everton Stuart McCall Paul Rideout Trevor Stephen Duncan Ferguson Alec Clellan Paul Gascoigne Richard Goff Davy Weir Stephen Naismith Chris Woods play for Everton? Nope. No. Motherwell assistant manager Keith Lasley has sent in one. Because he's a big Everton fan. I'm going to go. And he's wrong. Oh. He's gone Thomas Meyer, the goalkeeper. But I think that was just after Walter Smith left oh. Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Last oh, thing last. much about Everton oh, okay. Rangers. It might be. It might be right. <laughs> what about. What about <laughs> I hope he's wrong. Here's a, here's a silly one. Andy Gray? Yeah, it was silly. Rubbish. Andy Gray? Terrible. Played with Rangers. Pathetic, hopeless. Can't remember what year, but you said. Hurry up, no, we're stuck. Uh, we're no, stuck. No, t- Both t- in 2010. Initials, please. Quick. One was Croatian. Still don't know. Didn't have to sign them. You know, you could, as long as they played for Everton at some point, remember? Striker. Yes. Oh, so he oh. did. And the other one, English striker, Southampton, was his other club. Quick. James Beattie. You two are hopeless. Oh. Back tomorrow at six. We'll see you then.